Welcome back to a new episode of Trade Talk. On this episode, we are going to be talking about Bitcoin. Um, kind of make it pretty straight and clear because Bitcoin is an interesting thing. We've spoken about it before when we, when we said Bitcoin would be cut in half. Uh, those price fluctuations have already happened. We had more market uncertainty back then. I think that would have been about uh, maybe April, May. And here we are in June. I'm sorry, June. Here we are in December. And you see the price of Bitcoin running to, um, what, 19,000, almost 20,000. Top. The high in 2017 was about 20,000. So we're in an interesting, perspective, uh, interesting position of what is to come with Bitcoin and what is exactly happening. Uh, this is my thesis. Um, Bitcoin will incrementally take gold's market share and force a re-evaluation of its investment viability. That's what I think. I know that is wordy, but it is the best way to say it. Gold has been having outflows, um, about $4.4 billion, um, with Bitcoin receiving inflows of about $1 billion. How do you track this? Uh, well, from the Spider ETF of GLD, you can see the outflows for a month. And in the past month of November, you had outflows of $4.4 billion. And then for BTC, you can look, uh, BTC is the abbreviation for Bitcoin. You can look at the um, Pink Sheets ETF. There's one ETF for Bitcoin, uh, which symbol is GBTC, uh, also known as Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. You can see their inflows of $1 billion. Now, they're not supposed to go in parity because gold is far entrenched. And you would see a lot of people take their gains out of gold. Gold, gold ETFs are up about 35%. Uh, for the year, as I talked about gold early in uh, 2020. So my hypothesis is this. I think that if you buy Bitcoin futures on the CME, which is the uh, Chicago Mercantile Exchange, or the CBOE, Chicago Board of Exchange, um, you should be able to capitalize on a run on Bitcoin prices to 25000 into 30000 um, I am willing to put a uh, put two contracts out there of uh, strike prices at twenty five thousand in June of twenty twenty one, and then another thirty thousand in December of twenty twenty one. Most people are saying that Bitcoin could run up to a hundred thousand in this time. I don't think we'll see that, and like just, I don't think it'll just run rough shot through. Uh, price barriers. I think what you'll see is it'll 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 definitely crack 20,000 and when it cracks that 20,000, I think you you touch 25,000 and it's going to take a breather. Probably collect people will collect some profits and it will continue to run. So it continuing to run and um most people most people are going to hold their position uh, looking for the big cash out, you know, 60, 50, how, how many other thousand that um, enthusiastic people are looking for it to run up to. Uh, but let's really get into 
why this is happening. I have kind of come to a place of understanding why. Most of the time when I spoke on Bitcoin, I would always say like, why is the price going up? What is happening? At least this time around, I can actually see it. Uh, what we're seeing is that a lot of sovereign nations and a lot of, um, a lot of uh, what do you call it, uh, government regulatory agencies, not only just here, but in, in other countries, are starting to put into place things that will manage cryptocurrencies and ensure that those governments control something about it. It doesn't mean cash is trash and it's gone to the wayside and like, oh, everything's going to switch over to crypto and Bitcoin. I don't think we're there yet, however, but it does mean that uh, digital currency is being acknowledged by these um, bigger governments and they fully intend to be involved as you have uh, the FTF making um, its rules and you have the SEC starting to get a little weaker on its rules and, you know, look at things for the benefits of the future. Now, what does this have to do with Bitcoin kind of taking gold's market share? As I spoke about the outflows before, but the other issue here is that it stores value easier. Obviously, this is like the number one thing you'll hear from people like, oh man, you know, how do you move a... Uh, $10,000 the fastest in cash and gold or in Bitcoin. Yes, that that is it. But when we're speaking about um, it's storing value, it's not simply only that. Bitcoin storing value has more to do with how quickly the volatility climbs. Not, now, I'm not saying that's the only thing, but it is one of the key things, how quickly the volatility climbs. Gold is not climbing in that way. Though gold is heavily entrenched and it is physical and you can see it, it just doesn't climb in that way. And that is a huge advantage for Bitcoin um, right now. So when you're saying like, well, why is it running? It's because it's just in comparison, if I had the same $10,000, $20,000, dollars $100,000 and I put it into Bitcoin, uh, though it's not a physical thing, the way the volatility is climbing and running makes it a more viable option. You also have an issue in um, you also have an issue in the economy of where things are good, right? I'm not talking about in the working economy. I'm talking about in the stock market. That portion of the economy, that little sliver of the economy, things are good. There's excess liquidity. As I said in my last episode, when we were speaking about, um. Ooh, I can't even remember the last episode, but the episode before this one where I was speaking uh, something about, um, oh, yield curves and steepener, the steepness of the yield curve. I explained that there's a lack of yield on the long term, which is causing people to take on more risk, hence the triple Bs. Hopefully people can understand what I just said and they uh, listen to that episode. Like I said, all these things intertwine. It's all a, it's all a a large thesis to how you trade for a year, if you have that thesis, that is. But the point of what I'm trying to say is that you have this excess liquidity, you're not getting yields on the long end of the curve, short end of the curve, you have things like Bitcoin that have a lot of volatility making, making quick money, you are willing to take more risk because um, 
you don't have places to put the money. Safe havens um, don't return decent money. And then a lot of your uh, good companies that you would have put your money into have been downgraded due to the COVID. So people are taking a swing at this. And and where you can even see this, it's not so much that um, companies... Well, let, let, me, let me not even say it that way. What I'm trying to say is you have hedge funds now looking at BTC. Uh, again, that's Bitcoin. Hiring crypto analysts, bringing people in so that they can, say, they can see if it is viable for them to start putting money into it. But even more so than that, you have bigger companies. For example, uh, Mass Mutual, $100 million uh, invested into Bitcoin, purchasing Bitcoins to, I guess, shore up or, or hedge in their insurance portfolios. So people, you know, people are moving money. It's happening. It doesn't mean institutions are replacing um, Bitcoin in their overall portfolio or, or, you know, saying, ah, we don't need gold. It just means that there's a potential rebalancing coming and that potential rebalancing is going to move money around. Most people who are very hard on Bitcoin, except, including myself, this is Ray Dalio, other big fund managers are now saying, well, you know, it does have a viable means to not so much replace gold, but um, supplant the amount of money people put into gold and it get flipped over to Bitcoin. This isn't a very crazy, wild, complex episode. I'm just showing you where I think the gamble is. And I think it is a gamble. You never know what happens in the future on this Bitcoin scenario, but I do think it has the momentum to hit 30,000, 25,000. I can't say that I see um, anything immediately in its way, unlike before when I could see things that were in its way uh, back in 2017. So I think there's there's worth a gamble um, at 25,000 strike price in June, then another 30,000 strike price in December. We'll see how this one plays out. Thank you guys for tuning in. LA Aco, checking out. Take care.